This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Arrowhead Attic Podcast. Please welcome your hosts, Patrick Allen and Matt Verderam. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the Arrowhead Attic Podcast postgame show. The Chiefs, 42. The Bills, 36 in overtime in one of the greatest playoff games ever. Of course, let's get it right at the top. The Arrowhead Attic Podcast brought to you by the KC Beer Co. The Kansas City Beer Company is the largest independent brewery in Kansas City with a focus on German-style brewing. I love their stuff. I'm going to have one or two during this show. Uh, Sterling might have a case. Um, and, and please, uh, if, if, you, if you go and get their product, for the love of all that's holy, let them know. Tell them how great they are. Check them out at Casey Beer Co. on Twitter. Now, son of a bitch, what a football game that was. Guys, I'm not going to lie to you and gals, I went through the seven stages of grief approximately nine times. I thought that that game was over when Gabriel Davis caught the touchdown with 13 seconds left. I cannot, but before we, and then of course, my, my, Mahomes. I mean, God almighty, <laughs> Mahomes, 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 Sterling. Thoughts? Let's fucking party. Holy shit. 13 seconds. The greatest 13 seconds of every Chiefs fan's life. You know, in the NBA, the whole 0.4 second debate, how long can you get a shot up? It's now going to become how quick can you get into field goal range? 13 seconds. Josh Allen got a taste of the early Mahomes coin flip woes. This is fucking unreal. I can't believe this. I mean, Look, that game, you're watching it play out, and at least for me, the Chiefs get up 23-14. It feels like, okay, look, not over by any means, but okay, like, good spot. They hit the bomb to Davis. Then the Chiefs get the hill return where he gets tackled by the fucking punter. And, I, I guys, I got to just, for five seconds, I got to rain on this parade. If they had lost this game, I was going to fucking eviscerate Reed for that goddamn call at the goal line with Blake Bell running, I'm faster than Blake Bell. Like That was mind-numbing beyond words, but fuck it. It doesn't matter, <laughs> okay? They kick the field goal, then they go down three, then they come back on that, that throw to Hill where he's up the seam, and then you're like, with a minute to go, you're like, all right, I know they got three timeouts, 75 seconds. Spagnolo doesn't put Gay or Bolton on the field at any point in that drive. They never blitz. 
freaking Gabriel Davis is like Jerry Rice. They just can't cover him. Like he's killing them. Fourth, fourth touchdown in the game. And at this point, I'm on the phone like I am always with the old man. I actually, fun fact, I had a ticket to this game and I turned it down because I wanted to watch the game with my dad. So we're on the phone and I'm like, I can't believe this shit. They're going to lose this game, the whole deal. But at least I didn't go out there, right? It's an eight hour drive, whatever. Then, holy hell, the Hill gets like a, like what's effectively like a, a sweep, but with, you know, a couple guys in front of a screen. And then they hit Kelsey's wide open and Butker comes in who couldn't hit the broadside of a barn all night. You're like, oh God, he's just going to miss it. It's Lynn Elliott part two. Nope. Throws the field goal. They get the ball. Bang, bang, bang. Touchdown game over. Unbelievable. I literally can't understand how they got that far down the field in 13 seconds. Dak Prescott, Kellen Moore, fucking McCarthy. This Chiefs team is not. That was some of the best display of time management and being in control. Think of that with 13 seconds left, being that in control, knowing exactly what you're going to run, what you're going to do. We talked at halftime, going into the show, which team is going to be more composed. The Bills, not like they weren't composed. They were fantastic. They they didn't have a coin flip going their way. That's what it came down to. But the Chiefs showing that composure, not giving up with 13 seconds, knowing what you're going to run, that was incredible. No other team in the NFL, I don't think, does that. No other team. No, absolutely not. And I want to, you know what? I want a few, real quick, credit the Bills for yes. playing a game. I got to be fair. I really thought going into this game, I thought it'd be a very good game. I thought it'd be tough. I thought the Chiefs would win by about seven to 10 points. And you know what? Maybe if Bucker hit some kicks or whatever, maybe they do. But that game, Josh Allen was unbelievable. Anybody who wants, oh, he's not that good. Josh Allen was incredible. And the Bills, the Bills ultimately had the same thing happen to them the Chiefs had in the, in the 2018 title game. The, the, the coin went the wrong way. That, whoever got that ball was going right down the field. <laughs> and you know what? You, you got to give credit. Like our buddy here, Action Jackson, who's a Bills fan, has been here all yeah. year. Hey, man, your team, that time's coming. Like that game, that was not – that game to me, I don't say like it was the Super Bowl in the sense of like, look, they could certainly lose to the Rams or something. Who knows? They may not even get there. But that game, that that was the best teams in football – at their absolute zenith offensively. I mean, just up and down the field. And, and you know, Mahomes responds in the two-minute. And then Allen leads them back. And then they tie it. And they dry. By the way, here are the stats from this game while I've got them in front of me. Allen finishes 27 of 37, 329, averaging 8.9 yards an attempt, four touchdowns, no picks. He also rushed for 68 yards. Gabriel Davis had eight receptions on 10 targets, 201 yards, Four touchdowns. Diggs on the other side, three catches, seven yards, no touchdown. The Bills had two sacks, as did the Chiefs. Offensively for the Chiefs, Mahomes, 33 of 44 for 378, 8.6 yards in attempt, three touchdowns, no picks. Ran for 69 yards and another touchdown. Edwards Alaire, seven carries, 60 yards. McCole Hardman had 31 rushing yards. McKinnon, 24. All told, the Chiefs ran for 182. And then offensively on the receiving side, Kelsey with the game winner, eight catches, 96 yards. Tyreek Hill, 11 catches, 150 yards on 13 targets and a score. And then quickly, McKinnon, 54 yards. Pringle, 29 and a touch. Hardman, 26. Gray, 14. Edwards, Alaire, 9. That game, I don't care how long I live. And, and the way I feel right now, it may be about five more minutes. 
I will never, ever, ever see another game like that. Ever. Dude, in 40 years, you know those classic NFL games they show? This is it. Get, oh, no doubt. get, get no ready doubt. for the uh, on the countdown, the top five games of all time. Get ready. You just witnessed it. Not only that, can I give a shout out to McCall Hardman? Yes. You, you, no you doubt. know what DK Metcalf didn't do? What McCall Hardman just did in this game. McCall Hardman stepped up huge. Some of the biggest plays of his career, watching him show out and show that type of emotion. Think of all the hate that that guy gets, right? All the hate because Terry McLaurin. I I get it. It doesn't exonerate all that stuff, but it has to be freeing to come up in this moment and do this. This is the rivalry now in football. That game makes this – this is the rivalry. And I know the Chiefs have won both in the playoffs. Look, man, last year the Chiefs, they, they rolled the Bills. It wasn't close. If you're the Bills, and, and it's actually a compliment to them, that is the that is the longest flight in the history of humanity going back to Buffalo. And it's not because they lost. It's because they know they probably should have won. Like now, I, And I don't mean that in the sense they outplayed the Chiefs. I think that game was about as even as it possibly could be. But when you have the time of 13 seconds on the clock, like, you have to win. You just have to win. I mean, they're at the 25-yard line. <laughs> you can give them what? I mean, let, let's just be honest. Realistically, what could they have given them? 30 yards? 30, I mean, <laughs> that's it. That's the game. Like, you you just make a tackle. Don't let them. I mean, the Hill one is bad. The Kelsey one is impossibly bad. How is he that open? So if you're the Bills, man, and then you got to handle this for a minute because I got to go get a beer. And, and, Brendan, I need a cigarette. I don't even smoke. Look, you handle this. Give the people your thoughts. I'm going to go get a KC beer, maybe about nine of them, and we'll go from there. Oh, Verderam, you and I, the rest of this show, will be going back and forth crushing KC beers. I don't know how the Bills gave those plays up. Same token, I don't know how the Chiefs gave those same plays up. Mike Hughes falling down. I thought that was it. When Mike Hughes went down, looking like he got crossed by Allen Iverson. I go, game's over. That's it. Chiefs lost because Mike Hughes got crossed and Rashad Fitton wasn't there. Uh, Tyron Matthew obviously was a huge loss, but it comes down to 13 seconds left and the Chiefs refused to lose. I don't know if the Bills should have done a squib kick. I don't know if the Bills should have... I I don't know. It was just unbelievable. The fact that Mahomes can go down the field that far in 13 seconds just seems literally impossible. And again, I like Verderam, give credit to the Bills. They were nearly perfect. Mahomes just put in the best performance I think I've ever seen. That's what it came down to. Nice Hefeweizen. Say it correctly this time, Verderam. Hefeweizen. There we go, baby. All right, hey. Having a real banner night. Over my dead body. I'm with you. That was an over my dead body game from Mahomes. That was just that that in the history of the Chiefs. I mean, look, it doesn't eclipse like a Super Bowl. That's gotta be the craziest win they've ever had. Like, and, and I know, you know, like a regular season. In terms of scope of a game, that's it. Like that is to win that game is impossible. What was the win probability? One percent? <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Maybe I mean, two, three percent. I mean, unreal, unreal. Uh, oh, I bet it's less than one. There's no chance because that's never been done before, 
right? Unless you are taking the kickoff for a touchdown or you're going to do one of those plays that Miami did against the Patriots when Gronkowski looked like he was 97 years old falling over the whole help I've fallen. I can't get up commercial. Like this is, this never happens. This is unreal. Kansas city and this chiefs team exonerates so many of the past playoff woes. You want the coin flip coin flip one chiefs one. You want the L E I'm not even going to say his first name, but when he missed the field goals, Harrison Bucker redeemed himself. Remember that? Think of that. If, if the Chiefs would have lost this game by three points, Bucker misses a field goal and an extra point. Yeah, we, oh, we absolutely. We could have been talking about this as the, the Elliott game part two, but Harrison Bucker redeemed himself. I thought, I thought it was over when Gabriel Davis snatched Mike Hughes' kneecaps. Yeah, sold out of play. his body. Yeah. Yeah, they, they might need Mike Fenton. They might need uh, Rashad Fenton back next week. <laughs> and Tyron Matthew, maybe. J- just a little bit. You might need Matthew and Rashad Fenton back. Listen, Adam Teicher of ESPN, who obviously does a great job covering the Chiefs, tweeted out, you might never see a better game. In the last two minutes of regulation, plus overtime, Allen was 5 of 7 for 102 yards and two touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes was 10 of 13 for 188 and two touchdowns. I mean, look, you know what? I got to tell you, if you're somebody who you're hard to impress, you're, you're a pessimist, I get it. I'm a pessimist sometimes. You know what? Enjoy what you're watching right now. Because the day he's not on this team, you're never going to see it again. That game was impossible. I mean, hell, I, it resonated with me. They showed Chris Jones on the sideline, on the bench, after the defense gave up the touch. I mean, he's sitting there like everybody else. So like, the game's done. The game's yeah. over. And Mahomes just bing, bang. And it's not just Mahomes. It's Hill. Makes great play after great play tonight. It's Kelsey, who uh, everybody always done. He's an old man. How's that going? Like, (laughs) I mean, just unbelievable. And in the very end, like when they had to have it, when they had to have it offensively, now defensively they were a fucking wreck. But offensively, I mean, you can't ask for any more than that. This isn't like they didn't beat Pittsburgh in some game. They didn't beat Denver. This is, I honestly think, and I had somebody in the NFL text me today, this is these are the two best teams. This yeah. is it. Whoever wins this game. And look, I think anybody alive can certainly win, but let's be honest. Yeah, these are the these are the two best teams. These this was it. I mean, and they played like it. The quarterbacks played like it. It was all on the line. And it just so happened that this time the coin went the right way for the Chiefs at the end. I've seen this a few times in the chat, and I'll give you guys credit. Just like the media keeps picking against Kansas City, they need to remember to be the man. You have to beat the man. Uh, Do you think Joe Burrow is just shitting his pants right now? The fact is Cincinnati's sitting there going, yay, we're in the AFC championship. And then you watch the last two minutes of this game and you go, uh. (laughs) I mean, I think if you're him, to be fair, man, he's got, he's got brass ones. I think he's ready to, but but I'll say this. If you're the, if you're a fan of the Bengals, yeah, you're like, oh my God, like what? And to be fair, you would have felt the same way if it was Buffalo that won. I mean, you're watching that game, and you're just like, this is impossible. Like, the level of offensive football that you saw as that game went on tonight is as great as it gets. Like, and, and by the way, I see somebody saying, and over my dead body, R.I.P. Therese. That's, yes, the late, great Therese Paler. That was his, uh, his phrase. But I think I really, like, it's funny. I did not think the Chiefs were going to find a way to win that game with 13 seconds left. But they showed Mahomes stand on the sideline. He's looking out there. And, you know, I I did not think they would win. But when they showed him, 
he kind of had this look in his face like, fuck that. Like, I, I'm not like I'm not going down to and then when they when I will say though, man, I'm sure you probably felt the same. When they won the toss, I was like, this they're not stopping him. Like there's he you want to talk about over my dead body? Like he would have he would have stepped over his family at that point. Like it was <laughs> there was no way. And that's when you like the great player, not the really good player, not the great player. Like that's what happens. And on Saturday night, you saw a quarterback who's going to win his MVP again, who basically, let's be real, pissed down his leg as that game went on. <laughs> and you saw a quarterback tonight who literally was just, fuck that, here it comes, you stop me. And unbelievable. That's why everybody's <laughs> like, oh, you know, their, their EPA is 12th in the league. Who gives a shit? Have you seen this playing quarterback? I mean, they don't win that game. If anyone else in the world is on a center. But nobody else is. It's him. That's it. <laughs> I'm also with you. I think Mahomes would have actually enjoyed doing a TikTok if it would have meant getting the victory in this game. Uh, I do want to give some shout outs again, some super chats. We yes, really appreciate please. you. Action Jackson, the Bills fan. I'm crushed. I'm sorry, Action Jackson. You've, you're a great dude. We appreciate all your support. And then Jaden Lawler, do you think we smoked Cincy after watching this game? If you, Right now, fuck yes. Ask me again in a couple days. <laughs> yeah, you know, listen, I don't think the Bengals are a good team and they're and they're rolling. And I gotta tell you, I think the Bengals and the two teams you saw tonight, that's the AFC for a while. And if Herbert can get if they can get their shit together around him, them too. Like these young quarterbacks, man, it, and you know what's fun about it? It makes it worth all the more. Like if you win a, if, let's say the Chiefs go on, they win. Like, you know how much it means? You're winning with all these guys to go beat. You know, it's not like you're just rolling through some shit conference and they're playing the best teams in the world. Like this is, you know, this isn't some bullshit where they're all, hey, yeah, they, you know, they beat, they beat, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo three times on the way. Like, you know, they're playing big time guys. And again, and I know we have a couple of Bills fans in the chat. I went to school in New York. I grew up in New York. I went to school outside Buffalo. I thought you were a Boston a of, guy. What's that? What's that? Boston guy? Oh, fuck you. Um, <laughs> the worst thing in the world is you're pushing the ocean. Um, look, but I actually like Boston. It, it don't ever. Um, but it's it's just it's just an incredible game. I think you'll watch it and you just say, look, like it's so cliche, but there were no real losers in the game. Like, it was just unbelievable. You could say, well, the Bills blew the game at the end. Okay, they did, but the Chiefs blew it before they blew it. You know, the minute to go in 75 yards, and it was just unbelievable. There was a great game that came down to who just had the ball. And the Chiefs just so happened to have it. They didn't make a mistake. That's it. We have finally figured out the next Manning-Brady debate, right? We can finally lay to wet, uh, rest Lamar Jackson. Finally lay to rest no, Joe Brady. No. It's, it's Allen. It's Mahomes. This was it. This was a game where both of these two quarterbacks looked like they could not be stopped. When – Allen reverted to saying, I'm not going to force the ball to Stephon Diggs and throws for over 200 yards and four touchdowns to Gabriel fucking Davis. Unbelievable. I, I, just to me, the ability of both of these quarterbacks to find secondary and tertiary reads was outstanding. Um, Mahomes, even on that, uh, the whip routes that Pringle and Hill ran on yep. the third and one, was it third and one? Yes, I believe so, yeah. Instead of looking at the whip routes, they went to Travis Kelsey. That was the third option on that play. Yep, it was. That's incredible. It's And there was a play, too. You know, I got to go back. I feel like I'm just, like, recovering. The Bills on that last drive that they had offensively, 
the Chiefs have them fourth and 13. They had a touchdown. Excuse me. It was a drive before that. It was a drive before that. They had fourth and 13. They throw a touchdown. The play before that, or the, the, the sequence for that, it's fourth and six. Melvin Ingram runs over the right tackle like he's me. I'm like, oh, the guy's going to sack him. Nope. Allen stays up. Wharton is like jumping over Ingram to try to get to him. Can't bring him down. And then he runs for eight yards, nine yards, whatever it was, the first down. And then on fourth and thirteen, he just he hands you know hangs in the pocket and just guns it. Gabriel, and I, yeah, I mean, look, it was a great route by Davis. He just he just absolutely destroyed Hughes. But man, like I don't know how you could come away with anything other than that was just an incredible game. And so, look, I want to try to give some analysis. I feel like I just keep saying it was an amazing football game. I don't know what else to add. Like it's just unreal. It's a but, fucking party, Verderam. I don't know what to say. I mean, look, I, 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 here's my analysis, though, at least as much as I have right now. But, man, like, in the end, the offensive line, the Bills got some pressure, like, around the edges. But the interior, he just could step up all night. And every time he had to step up, he was able to do it. He was able to, to maneuver in the pocket. But sometimes football is a simple game. And I really think in the end, it was just Mahomes just made every play he had to make. Every every How many times are you like, oh, he's sacked? Nope. Steps out of it. Runs. I mean, he had 69 yards rushing. Like, it was just... It was a game where it was like he wasn't going to lose and Allen wasn't going to lose. And ultimately, it just came down to heads or tails. It was the only mistake Allen made all night. That's it. <laughs> like, it really was. I was intrigued by some of the pressure the Chiefs defensive line got at times. Melvin Ingram had just a phenomenal late-game situation Pushed down the right tackle with one hand. He got to Josh Allen, but just couldn't bring him down. But that seemed to be a common theme. They could almost get to Josh, but when they got there, they couldn't wrap up. I think Joe Burrow will be a different situation. He's not as big, as strong, as physical as Josh Allen. But that was something I noticed. How many times were you sitting there screaming like, holy shit, they're about to get him, and then he sneaks out. That's something that I do think against Joe Burr. The Bengals will be different, but they do need to get fixed. No, they got to fix a lot of things. I mean, Gabriel Davis just went for 201 yards. Like, <laughs> Jamar Chase might go for 500. So, there's a lot to fix. Look, they're going to – I mean, they're going to play the Bengals who have a really good offense. The line's terrible, but their weapons are really good. And, and I mean, Burrow, if you haven't been watching him, he can play. So, they, they have every shot. But you know what, guys? I got to be honest. I don't give a shit about that game right now. We'll get that game Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday – like I be, and I only say that because I don't. I there's no way I can start to preview that after this. There's no just chance. no way. I mean, I would be beyond useless, even more than normal. Like I have, I barely can analyze what I just watched in this. I I don't. The only fear I have about next week, in terms of just like right away thinking about it off the top of my head, is emotionally getting back to where they've got to get back to because that game was unbelievable. I mean, that game. I, I've said all week. I think it's disrespectful to the Bengals and to the Titans in the time of like, oh, this is the AFC title game, but. That that game felt like that game felt like the Super Bowl. I mean, it was just unbelievable how good both those teams were down the stretch. And I, you know, hey, Mahomes, that is other than the Super Bowl, which of course is the signature win. That is him. Like that is his moment where you just go, the, the damn guy, thirteen seconds, thirteen seconds from forty five yards in thirteen seconds, kick a field and then drives him right in for a touchdown. Just. Uh, we have someone who's very upset. Uh, missed taunting penalty on Hill, given the peace sign on oh, his touchdown. On. No discipline. Toby, why are you the way that you are? I hate all the things that you choose to be. 
Michael Scott had it right, Toby. Come on, man. Let them play. If they would have gotten a penalty on that, that would be the most Charmin ultra soft penalty I would have ever seen. If you want the refs to decide games, be my guest. I prefer to have the players. I would prefer to have the players be the ones to decide this. You can't. I mean, you can't have that. Now, hey, listen, we got a special guest coming in from Arrowhead Stadium. It's not Chris Jones. It is Patrick Allen from the parking lot, who I'm sure is very happy and or inebriated. Um, <laughs> sir, it's both. Uh, it better be. Thoughts on uh, <laughs> thoughts on maybe the greatest game outside of a Super Bowl in Chiefs history? Boys, we did it. We've got a franchise quarterback and Patrick Mahomes. And even with 13 seconds left, the man can get you into field goal range and win you the game. Absolutely banger of a game. Most incredible Chiefs game I've ever been to. Most incredible Chiefs game I've ever seen. Absolutely incredible. There were some dumb Chiefs fans who left the stadium after they scored. Well, oh, that's, before well, they kicked off. Banned for life. Banned for life. Absolutely incredible. Brought up on charges. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, what was – so I want to ask you because you were there. You were there. What was – I mean, what was it like? And give me, give me the moment – was it the end of the game with like the final play that went the, it was the loudest? Was it was it something else? I mean, there's so many plays. What what was it for you? It was, I mean, there were a couple of different plays where they went absolutely crazy. When they when they went up ahead uh before the, the Bills went down with a minute left and scored, that that was a really, really loud roar. But when when Kelsey caught the ball, when the ball was in the air, I was on the other side of the stadium in the corner and I was like, Oh, that's it. It's over. He's got it. He caught it. Everybody went nuts. There was a, a box of Bills fans next to us who were like, they were cool. Like they were cheering for their team loudly and it was obnoxious, but like they weren't being dicks. And they just like, it was like a funeral over there. It was absolutely it incredible. I mean, and it was back and forth too, because like, so there were times when we thought it was a funeral, then they thought it was a funeral, then we thought it was a funeral. I tweeted a video of it. You probably saw of like them just sort of like dead faced. Um, absolutely incredible. People went absolutely insane when Mahomes came off the field. They, like, you know, after the broadcast was over, he did his interview and then he went to the tunnel and people just went ape shit for him. Absolute legend. How are you guys? How are you holding up, Verderam? I thought you might be dead. You know, it's funny. I said at the top of the show, I know you you were generous enough to offer me a ticket. And I, I declined because I've got a bunch of travel coming up and I, I always watch the game talking to the old man. I said, I don't want to. And I'm glad that I did what I did. But I got to tell you. I went with 13 seconds left. I was like, oh, thank God I didn't go out there. I would I would have jumped off the upper deck. Yep. And then by the end of the game, I'm like, you know, I, I don't regret my decision, but oh, my God. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> Should have came. <laughs> Unbelievable. How's everybody in the chat? How's 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 all the people? People are good. People are fired up. I mean, we've got people very excited. We've got a couple of Bengals fans in here. We've got a couple of Bills fans. Our guy, Action Jackson. We've got one guy who thinks I'm a tool, which is the most accurate comment anybody's <laughs> made all night. I'm surprised um, it wasn't me. That's, oh, no, that's listen, the biggest right. surprise. Probably a family member. It might be my mother. Um, I mean, look, so, you know, was there – so I want to ask you, I mean, you're in the building, like 13 seconds to go. What are your honest thoughts as the Chiefs are getting the ball at the 25-yard line? I, I mean, it, 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 that it was over. Um, you know, I was hoping maybe they put Tyreek Hill back there, but I figured they were going to kick it out of the back of the end zone because why, why give it that chance? And then sort of like they, the Chiefs go out there and I'm looking at the Bills defense and I'm like, boy, they're leaving a lot of space there. And it was like, you knew the Chiefs had two plays. They had their timeouts, but you knew they had two plays. And then that first play, I think, and, and we, I know you guys have probably already talked about Andy Reid's horrendous play call, but let's not talk about that. Let's talk about oh, the geez. first. I, I the, can't. I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> The first play, 
the first play that he ran on that 13 second drive where he just dumped it off really quick. They knew they were going to have the room. They got a big gain. And then of course, Mahomes had to make a play on the second one. And you knew it was like, look, we've this either we get in field goal range here or we don't. So that was just, but I mean, it was, everybody was dead quiet, but after that first play, things started picking up. People were like, Oh wait, like, hold on. Like, we just need one good completion here right. and and we got a shot at this thing. And I'm telling you though, like walking out, the Chiefs fans are just beside themselves. Like it was a, it's a mix between just glee and like a lot of people just seem to be in outer shock, like that they won the game, you know? Um, and when they won the coin toss, I was like, oh, that's it. Oh like, yeah. Th- it's over. I mean, look, man, it's funny because when Bucker came in, normally he's so good, but he had missed two kicks tonight. So he's coming out with a 49 yard, and I was like, oh my God, it's Lynn Elliott part two, this yep. fucking game. Like, this, this guy, like, he's such a good kicker, and this is all he's going to be remembered for is his game. And then he hit it, and then, like you said, man, they go to overtime, they get the toss. I felt the same way. And they got the ball. I'm like, he's, they're not stopping him. Yeah. Like, it's just, he's going down the field. And with Kelsey, like, he caught the touch. And normally, like, my reaction, especially a spot, I mean, you know, you've watched games. I'm going nuts. And I just screamed into the phone at my dad. I'm like, how in the hell did they win that game? How yeah. is that even possible? That's yeah, like, incredible. It felt impossible that they won. And then, by the way, the play that gets lost in all this, because there's so much that happened after it, was when they were down three with like a minute and a half and they hit Hill and he runs whatever the hell it was, 60, 70 yards. You're like, oh my God, like this is, and that was like a, that was like an appetizer to what happened the rest of the game. (laughs) Yeah. just unreal, man. Unreal. I'll tell you this though. They need to find somebody to donate a spine, some discs, whatever to Rashad Fenton because they got to get Mike Hughes the hell off the football field. Hey, look, so Patrick, I got to ask you, Rook, you're there, man. Like, what was it like walking out of there? That, that place had to be, it, it, there had to be about a, a hundred different felonies as you're walking out, but, but I don't think anybody even cared, right? Yeah, you know, you had your typical like guys broing out, like screaming about. There was like a lot of talk about like all the. Literally, a guy said he shouted, um, he shouted, "We've been through so much pain and misery, and now it's coming back to us." <laughs> and I think there were a lot of people who were just like they had gone through all the tough times and. Now they just feel like winners. They just feel like there's always a chance to win because you have Patrick Mahomes. And that's that's the difference, right? You don't win this game with Alex Smith, God bless him. You don't win it with Matt Castle. Oh, oh God, no, no chance. You're not even in it. But Patrick Mahomes is uh, is different. I mean, off look, and uh, to our guy, Axon Jackson, appreciate your uh, gut-wrenching loss, man. Appreciate yep. your support of the podcast. Yep. You've got a real one. I mean, these these two, this is good. They'll be. I wouldn't be surprised if they're back in the AFC Championship game playing each other again next year. Oh, God, no, no. I mean, you know what, man? Like, and that's the thing. You know, we always try to be smart, even though sometimes we're still in the pot. Look, like, you're going to get so many people who it's just like, oh, the Bills suck. The Bills do not suck. That game was incredible. And you know what, too? Like, it's got to be said again. Allen, you know, there's always just like, is it Mahomes and Lamar? Is it Mahomes and is it Baker? Like, no, it's Mahomes and it's Allen. That's who yeah. it is. And if Herbert or Burrow get involved, hey, listen, if Burrow somehow they win next Sunday, then hey, he's he's in the class. But until then, it is, it is those two guys. It is. I mean, Allen and Mahomes, not only did they did they put on the aerial show, they led their teams in rushing. Yeah. Like, it was just unbelievable how, how good the two of them played in that game. And yeah. I honestly, I never say this about professional athletes because, like, you get paid, you're fine. I actually felt bad for Allen at the end of that game. Like, as great as it was for the Chiefs, you throw out the dad. And don't sure. get me wrong, I'm not complaining. Right. But there was a part of me sitting when they showed him sitting on the bench at the end of the game. I was like, that's how Mahomes felt, you know, three years ago when right. they don't have the ball and they're sitting there and, it is what it is. It is what it is. But, you know, 
You're like, that guy, he did not deserve to lose that football game. He was incredible. Sensational. And it just so happened that, you know, the, the, the toss went right for the Chiefs, and they and they, they handled business. And they've been on the wrong end of that. They've been on the wrong end of it. They had to go through it and not have Mahomes touch the football. So we talked about it on the way out. It was, um, you know, it was, it was, it was coming back to the Chiefs. Karma came back around. Now they've got a chance to, to, to go to the Super Bowl again for an unprecedented third time in a row. Um, absolutely incredible. First team ever to host the AFC championship game four years in a row. I mean, we keep talking about it on this podcast and I'm, and I'm going to dip out. I'm going to let you guys uh, get going. Cause I, you know, obviously we got traffic to fight. We got more beers to drink, but yes. I, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave everybody with this. And first of all, I was so sorry to miss everything tonight, but I'm not sorry. Not sorry. We had a great visit with our friends at Casey beer co Sterling yeah. and I, they were absolutely awesome. If you want to celebrate tomorrow night or something, head over to head over to the brewery. But I want to leave everybody with this. Again, we talk about it all the time on the podcast. You are living. You are living the greatest era of Chiefs football ever right now. This is it. So don't take it for granted. I hope you tape the game. I asked my wife, I was texting her. I was like, tape, tape the post game show, tape <laughs> ESPN, tape NFL Network. Like I'm going to be up till three in the morning, just watching, rewatching the game. Oh, Enjoy God. it. Enjoy it. Dive in. And, and you boys, you have a, a great rest of your show. Thanks, Richard, for getting me in here. And uh, I'll see you guys. Uh, I'll see you guys on uh, Tuesday, maybe. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. I, hey, unbelievable. And Justin Rose, man, thank you for the super chat. hundred bucks. My man. Jesus. Let's go. Greatest games ever. Greatest podcast ever. Y'all are legends. Sir, we are watching legends this was unbelievable and by the way there was somebody asked is there a bills fan side of podcast yes there is it's called buffalo nerd um and you can catch all your uh your bill stuff there and you should check it out it's a very good podcast sometimes football is a really complex game it's a really complex game and it, it, you know you got to dissect it a million ways and a strategy and all stuff and sometimes you can be a complete dope like me and break down a football game that that was just Two unbelievable teams and an all-time ending. I mean, you said it right, Sterling. That's the kind of game in 30, 40 years from now. People are going to be like, did you you remember that game? And if you're in the fan bases of either of the teams, you're like, oh, God, I remember where I was. Like, I remember everything about it. I was, I know who I was with. I'll never – I mean, there was about 30 seconds after the game. I actually did really genuinely – I'm like, am I dreaming? There's no way they won this. Like, I – I really like I'm gonna I'm gonna turn around and it's like the Bills are gonna be celebrating on the on, on the field at Arrowhead. It was unfucking believable. And the Chiefs came out on the right side of it. Now they play Cincinnati, who was a really good football team, who beat the Chiefs a month ago, and Burrow went nuts and Chase went nuts, and they're not gonna be intimidated. They're gonna come in and they're gonna they're gonna play hard. Um and that's a, listen, we're gonna get to all that. We're gonna have a show Tuesday, show Thursday, we're gonna get to all that. But man alive, that was just incredible. Un, un, unbelievable game. And now all of a sudden, they have another game ahead of them. Big shout out to Corey. Uh, get a case of Casey beer on me. Uh, well, three beers in 40 minutes. So I, that's thank you. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm pacing well for that. But I do want to give a shout out to Traverius Ward. Traverius Ward was on digs most of the night. I know he went out a little bit with an injury, but he came back. And when he came back, he made one of the biggest plays of the game against Stephon Diggs. He was getting held by Stephon Diggs. He was. And I, he was. I have zero idea how the ref – it was right in front of him. And I do appreciate the ref. Uh, for the most part of this game being very solid, the refs let the guys play. But the very next play did a, 
decided to call it Tiki Tech foul on him when he was on, was it Gabriel Davis? No, Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders, Sa- yeah. Sanders yeah. caught the ball either way, so it didn't matter. But yeah. I was very frustrated with the fact that literally Trevarius Ward playing through injury – going up against a top seven wide receiver in the he NFL. Great job. And I feel like he still never gets the credit he deserves. Javarius Warden, not afraid to tackle. As you saw, how he got injured was because he decided, I'm going to put my body on the line against yep. Josh Allen, who's yep. coming at me. I just want to give a big shout out to Javarius because he never gets the respect he deserves. I get it. He's not Jalen Ramsey. He's not Trayvon Diggs in Dallas, who's getting 11 interceptions. But guess what? He's also not getting burnt all the time. Javarius Ward's not out here giving up four penalties a game. Yep. He is so consistent and never gets the recognition he deserves. He was huge. And he he is asked to do the hardest stuff in that second. I mean, he is always they put him on CD Lamb earlier in the year. You know, they put him on Jamar Chase. He said, well, he got torched. He had, a, he had good coverage in a lot of that game. He just yep. got, I mean, what are you going to do? By the way, for anyone who's watching, I know, of course, there are people who are just going to listen, so I apologize. But if you can see this, this is the win probability chart in the last two minutes in overtime of this game. Ready for this? Here, here it is. <laughs> Look at that. It looks like one of those heartbeat machines, right? I mean, it just, you know, the Bills are up you know, almost 100%. And the Chiefs are at 70, you know, eight, eight, 79, 80%. So, and I've seen people drop this in here, by the way. I just want to read it. Uh, Adam Schefter tweets out, what Chiefs head coach Andy Reid told Patrick Mahomes in the final 13 seconds of regulation, when it's grim, be the grim reaper. That's a quote that's going to be in Casey and Laura for a long time. Make a t-shirt of that. That's literally incredible. The, well, and you know now, I mean, the grim reaper, my God, we ought to, we ought to get that t-shirt made up uh, yesterday. We'll all oh. be retiring. But, uh, I mean, just this an unbelievable unbelievable ending and, and look now look let's try and let's try to bring it down real quick so all right arrowheads of the game uh let, let's just put aside we know mahomes i mean we're my god the biggest arrowhead in the world but other than mahomes who who earned their arrowheads tonight uh for kansas city i'm gonna go with the interior of the offensive line joe tooney okay. creed humphrey trey smith can't give it to just one but I think they did a phenomenal job doing the dirty work. If you noticed, how much time did Patrick Mahomes have in this game? As the game wore on, more and more and more. More and more and more. It was incredible to watch. And, and Brown and uh, Wiley were fine for the most part. But those three sure. really stood out. Mahomes only rolled out when he wanted to, when his receivers weren't getting open and he was trying to create something out of the pocket. They were giving up, you probably have it in front of you, yards per carry, just whether it was Clyde whether it was Jarek McKinnon. Believe they were six and a half, seven yards. Some crazy. They were getting six, seven yards per, per carry. That interior offensive line showed why they went out and retooled in the offseason because that was a hell of a performance. Agreed. We talked about that. I agree with you. Um, mine and some, I've seen a lot of people say, Nick Bolton. I mean, how many big plays did he make in that game? To st- and I know he's your guy. M-I-Z, I mean, baby. Don't make me get the jersey. I mean, don't make me get just, the jersey. And look, I mean, he's a linebacker. He should do this. But he bench pressed Gabriel Davis, throws him for you know, a couple yard loss. They force a punt. Then McKenzie down there, they, you know, they run a little, you know, a little sweep, little jet, jet action, and he throws him down. They have to punt. He stopped two drives by himself. And he was the only guy. And I want to say, my other arrowhead for, for the game, the crowd. They were mm. unbelievable. Unbelievable! I mean, loud, just chaotic. It was a, it was wild. My father actually, though, with the good call here, um, the biggest arrowhead goes to the coin. And <laughs> was it Ingram right again? 
Was it Ingram again who called it? Because if so, that no, is the well, greatest. No, Josh Allen called it. Oh, yeah, you Josh called it. He's on the road. Oh, he man. Called he called Tails. And I uh, came up. That's incredible. And, but, man, they, you know, Bolton for me is the guy. I love the interior line call. Um, I also, real quick, Hardman. Yes. Hardman, like, you look at the numbers and you're like, yeah, he had a huge impact on that game. He had a, When they needed him, he made a big – by the way, it's three weeks in a row now. He's been everywhere. So, huge, huge, huge uh, job by, by Hardman who made an impact in a variety of ways. And so – Give them all the credit in the world. They they found a way, but I all those guys to me and, and you know I mean look obviously my you know Tyree Kill I mean he goes out saying I see if a couple people drop him and yeah obviously 150 yards no doubt <laughs> right I, I feel like him Kelsey and Mahomes are almost like a cheek like are always yeah. Yeah. that's just unfair we're we're lying if we're doing, it's too easy that's the easy way out if we're doing those three dudes what do you got now I'm curious because look we we I I, I got to address it quick. You know, we addressed it at the very beginning, but I think now that we've kind of gone through the game, we've gone through the euphoria, although we're going to have that for about a week here. The play with that they ran with Blake Bell under center. Mm. On a scale of one being you were fine with it to 10 being you were ready to, to, to murder somebody in the street over that call, where'd you land on that one? You're going to be surprised. The I will say this. The lineup itself, I'll say three. I don't mind, or even a two, on that short yardage situation, if they are not going to run a QB sneak with Patrick because of the whole Denver knee situation. They never will again. Yeah. They never will. Then I don't mind that call. I don't like the fact that it was an option. If it would have been a QB sneak, QB in where he's lining up under center terms, I'm fine with it because Blake Bell was a quarterback at Oklahoma, right? He's been there before. I also agree with the statement of you don't take the ball out of Patrick's hands in that situation. Mahomes has been incredible all season long, all game long. Just to me, though, the actual play itself was bad, but if it would have been a Blake Bell QB sneak, I would have been completely fine. Okay, so it's fine. You're entitled to your opinion, and and there may be a lot of people agree with you. I was at a 15 because I I think I actually had the anger to to maybe go after multiple people on the street after that. that, You have – a, a, the best quarterback in the world. Sure. You have McKinnon who's running well. You have Edwards O'Leary who's running well. And the guys who earned your arrowhead are phenomenal. You need a foot. Like, why get cute? What are you but, doing? But, but if you need a foot, why not do the shortest way possible? A QB sneaks the shortest way possible. Okay. Fullback dives okay. second shortest way. And Third I'll shortest way that. is Clyde. I'll, I'll hear the. I'll hear the sneak. I'll hear that. The, the the option is that first of all, first of all, we just watched last week them run a, a play where it's an RPO that we've never seen before sure. that ends up fumbled and going the other direction for a touchdown because they have no idea how to run it. Now I'll give Bell this: at least it wasn't a turnover, right? But you're like, bro, my God, like what are you doing? Like, and by the way, if you're gonna run that play, which I hate anyway, no matter how you run it, how about having Hill under center? Like, at least then you've got the speed. You know? Yeah, but, but, but my point was, if Bell does a QB sneak in that situation, that's what I'm fine with. I, I, I'm saying that option I do not like. Okay. But if you're if you're saying okay. Bell line up under center and run a QB sneak, because, again, they won't do that with Patrick anymore. They just won't no, do they it. Won't. They won't. What, 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 what has Tom Brady made a literal career out of? Yes. QB sneaks. Yeah. No one does it better than him. And I do believe that's a big reason why he has such a advantage. Those short yarded situations, they give you a massive big picture scheme of winning a game. Those one yard, six inches. If you pick well, him up at that clip 
I was okay with it. Just don't run the option. Oh God, if they do that again. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna commit Harry Carey on myself. I, I mean, my it, it just like my God, doing now. Look, that all said, whatever. It it ends up not killing him. Okay, but that was that was just. I, I was out of my mind that they did that. I was out of my mind. You have all these weapons. You're doing all this stuff. Holy crap, man! Now the other thing I got to quickly get to because if if they lost this game. I was going to come on here and eviscerate Steve Spagnuolo. Like, I know you're down, Matthew. I get it. It's a huge deal. It changes your back end. I understand it. And I know without Fenton, you, you know, you're always in you're always in nickel and dime against the Bills. And and Fenton's a really good corner, and he was just not. Like, I, I get you're playing with a short deck in the game. The last drive defensively, Willie Gay and Nick Bolton never stepped on the field because they're in dime. And when they're in dime, they put Ben Neiman on the field, and they put Dan Sorensen on the field. And I, I gotta be, look, I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of it. I don't give a rat's ass what the reason is. I don't care why they're out there. You want them in? You want to die? They are not better than either of those guys. Now, if you don't want to put them both out there, that's fine. I get that. How about Willie Gay? Like, <laughs> Willie Gay is made for third down, and the Chiefs are just like, don't Ben Neiman. <laughs> I, it's incredible. And then I, you know, I've, I've heard the theory about, well, it's because he doesn't have a dot on his helmet. They can't communicate. Well, then take the dot off Ben Neiman's fucking helmet, <laughs> okay, and give it to Willie Gay. I, I don't know. Like, this is mind-blowing. And I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you right now, they play in the Super Bowl. They play even next week. That shit could cost them a game. It is yeah. insane that they continue to do this. And yet – they have no ability at all to just go, yeah, you know, we probably should change. Like it's I Spagnolo, by the way, at the end of the game, they never blitzed. They sat in man coverage the whole damn time. They're getting torched, they're getting shredded to hell. Spagnolo's got to be the happiest goddamn guy on the planet that they won that game. Okay? Because if they had lost, the storyline would have been how dumb could you guys possibly be to play that way? The whole drive as there's a bing, 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 bing. It was like Bob Sutton. Like, what are you doing? I think it's possible he gets canned if the Chiefs lose. I think it's entirely possible if the Chiefs lose that game, there's at least an extremely hot conversation regarding him staying with Kansas City. Because I understand what he's done I, in the I, past. I think you're right. I, I'm not saying he for sure gets fired, but no, I, but I think there's gonna be there's gonna be a very heated conversation if if the Chiefs oh, yeah. did not pull out. Because the reason you said, and by the way, Nick Bolton. Massive Mizzou fan. I went to Mizzou. He's been great. He's gotten better in coverage, too. That's yeah, something I noticed. Like, he was so good north-south. North, and I go, well, that's his bread and butter, first and second down. He'll always come off in third. But I'm getting to the point now where I'm going, maybe he's not the best coverage linebacker, but I don't think he's a massive liability. I think Willie Gay Jr. is obviously, that's, like you said, his bread and butter. Willie Gay Jr. is going to thrive when it comes to and I actually yep. think I will say this about Spags. I think he adjusted the first couple of drives. It looked like they were using Willie Gay Jr. as a QB spy on Josh Allen. I noticed this. Great. Then they were getting beat by Devin Singletary. Remember the first three drives? Singletary had about five receptions, four receptions. Yes, and they shot him down. They, well, they switched. They, yep. they didn't use Willie Gay Jr. as a spy on Josh Allen. They moved Willie Gay Jr. to Devin Singletary. I thought that was actually a pretty solid adjustment from Spagnola, if we're going to give him a uh, a chance here. I, you, I mean, guys, if you've listened to me all year, you know how I feel. I think he's a good coordinator. I do. But there are things he does that just boggle the mind. And this dime shit is just going to drive me to, a, to an early grave. 
I mean, my God, get these guys off the field that can't play. And you know, it's funny. I might surprise me with this. I don't even totally mind Sorensen in the dime. Sure. But, but it's like, why? What does he do that the other linebackers don't do? He's not a good tackler. He can't run. I mean, between him and Hitchens, it's like they ought to stop the game and have some wheelchairs rolled out there. I mean, my God, neither one of them can move. It's brutal. I, I just, it's, it's like, it's like they move at the speed. If you were trying to just like, you know, hitch across the, it is so bad. And I, I just, Hitchens, I get it in base. He's a smart player. You know, he can play against the run. I'm good with that. I'm, Neiman is a good special teams player. That is it. That is it. Like, like God, I, I just will never understand the thought process that goes into that. And Tonight, in the end, I thought what happened in the end of the game was the Bills just finally couldn't beat. The Bills clearly wanted to take advantage of the Chiefs underneath. You know, they, they didn't want the passers to get home. They wanted to get the ball out quick. They felt like they could exploit some of the, the, the matchups in terms of getting the linebackers to tackle. They did that for a while. Then, as you mentioned, sorry, the Chiefs did a good job of adjusting. In the middle of the game, the Chiefs really started to hold them down. But once the Chiefs got up 23-14, then the Bills said, look, we, we can't keep doing that. We've got to get more vertical. And that's when the game went to hell. And I will tell you right now, if they don't change something with Cincinnati, that's going to be a problem because they are going to be vertical as hell in this football game. Yeah. Kansas City has to be able to figure some of that. And again, look, we're going to get to that. That's going to be a whole nother game. And, and fine, the Chiefs are favored by a seven-pointer. If seven points, a touchdown in the game. But we've got a few more minutes here. Let's get to So I think the, the, the last thing I want to get to is just, what do you think this game means for the Chiefs now going for? I mean, of course, obviously, they win, they advance, all that stuff. But I mean, just in terms of how it played out, what's going on, the injuries, like, what does it mean for them as they now get ready to play a Bengals team that's pretty damn hot and is playing very well? I think the Chiefs have to have Fenton and Matthew back. This showed how important Tyron Matthew is and Rashad Fenton, for that matter, because Mike Hughes getting torched by Gabriel Davis time and time again was just hard to watch. It got to the point where you felt bad. It looked like an Allen Iverson crossover, getting your knees taken. DeAndre Britt Baker's not going to be the answer either. Rashad Fenton needs to get healthy, needs to be 100%. But Tyron Matthew was was huge, especially on the first uh, 75 yard, or maybe it was a second. I don't know because he had four touchdowns. Gabriel Davis touchdown that 75 yarder. I feel like the Chiefs need to have their defensive play caller out there because Sorensen on that play, especially, looked like he couldn't figure out where the guys were supposed to go. That to me was a big takeaway was on those deep balls, even if Tyron's not directly involved, he does help get those guys set up. He does help the secondary be in the right spot. That was a takeaway I had was they need Matthew back against the Bengals. So I, I agree. Um, that That's huge. Fenton's got to be back too. We'll see if they can get back. James Palmer of NFL Network does a great job. He's the hell of a guy. I had the pleasure of meeting him a few times. James, good, good dude as they come. Tweets out, at the end of regulation, Kelsey wanted to run his route into an open space instead of what was actually called. He told Mahomes this. Then to have Mahomes yell, do it, do it during his cadence, essentially telling Kelsey to do what he said is next-level stuff. So that last play in regulation for the field goal, they just completely just, just did whatever they wanted to do. It wasn't even a play. Kelsey just wanted to run to an open spot in the zone, and Mahomes, looking at the defense, just started screaming, do it, do it, <laughs> and hit him. I mean, what else is there to say? Dude, well, you know when you're I, playing backyard football with your boys when you're growing up and you're like, you're drawing on your hand, you go, all right, you go here, yeah. you go here. That's what it was. I in mean, a divisional game, 
against the best ranked defense, pass defense in the NFL. It's it's just unbelievable. I mean, it's unbelievable. I you you can't make this stuff up. Uh, it's just how they managed to do this, and 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 to do it the way they did it was even by their standards all time. I mean, they've had some crazy games. Twenty four nothing, the Super Bowl. They're down. They come back. I mean, this team is not short on wild football games. Even the one they lost to the Pats in the title in the AFC title game. This game makes those games look like week two on a Thursday night. It's just it was impossible. It was impossible. And yet they, they find a way to win the game. I'm just scrolling to see if there's anything else you'd be like, okay. Can we, can um, we say, I do want to give a shout out to Dan Sorensen. We've ripped on him. He's been ripped on all year. That late tackle he had when he stood up, uh, was it Josh Allen on the run? I got to be honest, I don't remember. Uh, Dan Sorensen, I want to say it was Josh Allen on a run, stood him up. Super surprising, but he threw his body at him. He didn't have a great game. But that was a pretty big play in that situation. I got to say, if we're going to rip on Dan Sorensen, at least give him his due when he steps up in a big moment. Hey, you know what? Like I said, I don't have a problem with him being a I, I have a bigger issue with, with Neiman. I, I just don't get it. Like You have better options. I, I don't understand why I do that. But listen, I, I, tonight I'm not sitting here harping on that. I, I, I just can't. I mean, if you can't enjoy tonight, you might as well give it up. I mean, you really should. What? You know, let's close on this, okay, as we approach here uh, a little over an hour. What a weekend of football that was. The first game, the Bengals win, despite being sacked nine times as they win on a rookie's 52-yard field goal at the gun to win the first road playoff game in Cincinnati history. And then you have the second game where the Packers, the one seed, everybody's like, oh, they they should beat the Niners. It's the one game of the week. You think you know what's going to happen. And the Niners block a punt with four minutes left and then win the game on, on the last play regulation, just as we saw in Tennessee. Then you get Tampa today, who's down 27 at three, and you could see the tire marks on their back. This is getting run over. And all of a sudden, you look up and it's tied. And the Rams went on the last play of the game. And then this instant classic of a football game, all four games ended on the last play. They were all decided on the last play of the game. I mean, just an it's got to be the first time it's ever happened. has to be. Uh, NFL's thriving. NFL could put a picture of a middle finger saying, fuck you to the fans, and they would still have incredible product. Oh, yeah. And I, it's, just, it's just unbelievable how good the NFL product is. Every game came down to one possession. After a horrible, uh, wild, super wild card weekend, because it was super crazy, right? All those games were complete straight two scoops of ass, but at least the divisional round was just absolutely incredible. I thought that was NFL could not be happier. I do want to say before we get out pigeon power. Thank you. The gaming bros. Thank you. Beto. Thank you. Cortex MC. You're always in here. Thank you. Joe Johnson fans of the Okoya days. Matt Connor would be thrilled with you right now. Would be. Uh, <laughs> um, Alex Kane. Thank you. Jeff Gibbs. Thank you. Legend retrievers, Rob Matthews. Again, we could not do this without your support. We really appreciate all you guys do. Um, the McCole Hardmans, the Byron Pringles, you guys step up, right? You guys are the guys that help make this happen. We could not be here without your guys' support. Absolutely. Thank you so much to everybody, Super Chats and, and beyond, just for being here. I mean, thank you. We had over 600 people in this thing. It's been incredible. Look, I hope you all, and if you're Chiefs fans, I'm, I'm sure you did, I hope you all enjoyed this game. As much as I did, as much as we did, even even though I, 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 I'm I pretty sure I had an embolism about three different times again. And lastly, 
I'll leave it on this. If you can't revel in that, if you can't, then what is the point? I mean, that that might be the greatest football game as a Chiefs fan you ever watch. Don't worry about the Bengals until tomorrow. Don't worry about what's going to happen. That's no disrespect to Cincy. That's going to be a tough game, but like, worry about that in the, during the week. You know, let the players worry about getting focused and all that. If if you can't enjoy that game, <laughs> what, what are we doing? What are we doing? You know, there's no point in being a football fan. So thank you so much for joining us for recapping what was, I, I don't know, Nirvana on, on steroids uh, throughout the throughout the game. And we will be back on Tuesday uh, to, to talk about the playoff picture as that is now down to four teams. I'm sure we will preview a little bit of the Bengals and the Chiefs. And then on Thursday, we will give a full-blown preview, as we always do. And then Sunday, I don't know what we're doing yet, but I'm obviously I know we'll have a pregame and a, and a halftime and a postgame. So we're going to have plenty to get to. Uh, but for now, Sterling Holmes, I am Matt Verdam. The Chiefs win in the wildest football game I genuinely think they've ever been a part of. 42-36 in overtime. And in the words of the great Patrick Allen, Go Chiefs! For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.